Whoa, so it's been a minute. Yes, it has. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode four of Witches Be Like podcast with Amy and Ashley. Hello, hello, hello. So this isn't the original episode four. We got a story about this. Yeah, a little bit. So we had recorded an episode, and... Well, unfortunately, we had some technical difficulties, and I could not save the said episode with editing. And it was good. It was a good episode. It was so, quite hilarious. Yes, and so we recorded that one to <clears throat> replace a, another episode we had previously recorded, and we were going to use as our fourth episode. And, well, we... Due to technical difficulty, we lost that one too. Yeah. So, um, episode the four curse, is kind of cursed. the curse of the episode four. Yes, and um, I feel like with our topic tonight, maybe we shouldn't actually be talking about what we've planned to talk about. Maybe we should talk about curses and cursed things, since episode four is cursed. Okay. Okay. So we're just gonna change <laughs> plan completely. Here. This is what happens. Uh, <laughs> yes. So we are going to be talking about cursed things or supposedly cursed things. And it's going to be fun. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I got a new book. Yes. Tell us about the new book. You guys went to go see Slipknot without me, which totally my choice. Totally, totally my choice. And unfortunately, it coincided with um, the first day of school. So some decisions had to be made. So mommy decided to stay home so I could be here with the babies. And yeah, motherly duties. Hubby brought me back a present called the book about haunted cemeteries. And it's got a bunch of um, stories in here about supposedly haunted cemeteries from the United States and internationally. And I started reading it on my lunch break today. And I'm pretty much almost halfway done with it. Nice. Yes. So tell us about the book. Tell us about it. Uh, I can't really tell you because I mean, these are like retort stories. And like they talk about their stories about Resurrection Mary from Resurrection Cemetery in Ohio. Um, they talk about the legend of Inez Clark. And then they also talk about um, the Hollywood Cemetery where Marilyn Mon- well, mm. where Marilyn Monroe and Valentino are buried. Which, hello, bucket list. Yeah. I'd like to go for one day. sure. So I, I thought that was, it, those, are, those are just some pretty interesting stories. So I kind of like it. It kind of is my jam. And I've needed a new book anyway. So, because I think the last one I read was Tommyknockers. And that was because Wayne lent it to me. And I've been wanting to read it forever. Speaking of, your girl's birthday's coming up soon. It is. And you know what comes out on my birthday, right? It. Chapter, chapter two. two and of course we will be going we are going we're gonna make that happen we're going to the blue ridge rock fest as well the only thing that could make that better is if rob zombie was gonna be there but i'll yeah. settle for offspring oh yeah for sure i'll settle for it uh i i'm the lineup is one that um I've seen pretty much every right, single we've, band. We've seen pretty much everybody that's going to be there. However. Except DMX. Right. DMX is going to be there. And I haven't seen Cold. I haven't either. But I just so want to see Cold for those, that one song. So. Right. 
So I mean, with but besides those two, I mean, the price point for Blue Ridge two days is for amazing. Bucks. So for yeah. the talent that you get to see, and you get to kind of get away for a little bit. Well, I mean, it's three hours it. away, so that's not a big deal. And did right. I really walk in here without a fucking ashtray? I sure shit did. Oh well. Um, if you can't take a joke. There's one right I here, promise baby. we're going to get talking about um, cursed objects, but, you know, it, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been two weeks since I, our last episode, and I, I kind of feel like I, I, I kind of feel like we're, we're sitting down to catch up with some friends that we ain't seen in a minute. I agree. So, has anything spooky happened to you lately? Heard anything spooky in the news? Within the last two weeks? Yeah. Not really. Not oh, really. you know what? I've, I'm kind of wondering now. See, this is kind of going into some things because I've been watching some YouTube videos about, uh, you know, channeling the like celebrities and shit. And of course, you know, my dude Anphrodite, I've been watching that. Yes. And um, Sloane Bella, she does psychic readings and she supposedly channels dead celebrities' energies. Okay. And <clears throat> like, I. I haven't watched this last one, but she did one on the whole Epstein dude killing himself. How I don't believe that? that dude is dead. Okay, he has too much fucking money for him to actually have committed suicide. No, I believe that that motherfucker done faked his death and he's chilling offshore somewhere. How I insane is that. that whole situation? Like, I don't even know, man. There's just the, so much the creepy shit. The creepiest thing about it, though, is... You know, normally when celebrities or people with power, you know, pass away, normally they technically don't show them being carted off. Right. And, and hello, he was on suicide they, watch. They were like parading his his, his body. And, and I'm like, hold up, wait a minute, just a second. Yeah. But also... Also, he was on suicide watch. Apparently, they had taken him off of suicide watch that morning, though. Yeah, but still, I mean, it's like, okay, as much anything could have happened. (laughs) Oh, my God. I just saw that. There's a weeping angel sitting on one of our Uh, microphone stands, and that's awesome. I love it. Whichever person did that, I love you for it because it makes my day. (laughs) God, I'm such a fucking hoobian. Yes, Anyway, you that are. was off ticket. Exterminate. Exterminate. Okay, we're not going there with the fucking Daleks. Okay. Uh, oh my the Daleks God. are like my favorite part Hush, of the Amy, whole show. Amy, your nerdy is showing. Uh, as I sit here with my Mega Man shirt on. Y'all's bitch. But we are so now off topic. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> but um, but it's okay. But it's like, it's so weird that, you know, I honestly don't think that dude's dead. I really don't think he's dead. It just, I mean, the if, whole situation is just very crazy. Like, how all of a sudden he knows are some you shit. A, gonna be mysteriously taken off of Suicide Watch. Okay. Just in the nick of time for you to be able to commit suicide. suicide. And if, you know, you couldn't tell I had that in quotations. Oh, yes. Because either I feel like he's off somewhere or. Or he was offed by oh, yeah. somebody. So it's one of the two. And I don't know which one it is. But he knew some shit. He oh, knew he some knew. shit. And guess what? That he, shit's probably still going to come out. He knew stuff that none of us probably could even now, dream so look, of now, knowing. If this had been done, like, back in the day, 
before the internet and everything else and 24-7 news coverage, it would probably, it, everybody would probably have accepted it at face value. Right. But now there's way too much information. There's way <clears throat> too many ways you can get your hands on stuff. We have WikiLeaks. There's anonymous shit's going to come out one way or another, whether people, whoever, whatever happened that he knows something that people don't want getting out. Some important people don't want to know getting out. Right. And that shit's going to come out. And holy shit at the shit storm that it's going to be. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because to me... Can we just tell our listeners, we're sorry if you can hear Avengers Endgame in the background. <laughs> right. On your left. Um, hey, Amy. Hey, Ashley. I love you 3,000. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Y'all still give me shit because I didn't cry at that, and I will not cry at that because while though it was heartbreaking, oh, I like that to think part. that I am a little bit more in control of my emotions. Okay. So, for me... It, it just got to me, and then just hearing your son tell Wayne, I would sacrifice you, you for, for the, the soul stone. stone. <laughs> I think I'm just like, I'd just sacrifice you, dude. I just want the soul stone. But we're going to take it as Pretty the sentiment much, about you. I'll right? sacrifice you oh, because I love you. I love you so much. I just want just to kill you, kill you <laughs> just to be able to get that soul stone so we can save the world. Oh. Because I have, it has to be you because I love you so much. My kid is going to become Thanos. Oh. You know God what? That me. would not surprise me, honestly. God help me. Well, I mean, look I, at his mother. I <sighs> adore that kid. But I do think he's going to turn into Thanos. Yeah, that, that look who his mother is. You expect anything yeah, less of my child? True. This is very true. I mean, come on. Hello, okay, so. Virgo sun, Aquarius moon, and Gemini rising? Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. Come Pretty much. Just admit it. Pretty much. So, um, so back on the subject at hand. Cursed. Cursed objects. objects. And traditions. And you know what? I think we, we there's so many things that we have actually a list of cursed subjects that we want to discuss. So I think we're going to focus more on like cursed objects for this episode because if, if I'm, I'm a bit of a theater geek. I kind of love musicals and the theater oh, musicals are both and of Broadway our jams, like. and you know I'm, I'm i'm a drama geek i love it can't mm-hmm. help it and um so there's cursed plays there's cursed scripts there's even supposedly cursed movies and screenplays so that's going to be focused on on a later episode but today we are going to talk about supposedly cursed objects and i have a pretty well-known one okay and i found me um a list i have a list wide web too so So we're probably gonna have a lot in common Uh, but um, i'm okay with that we'll talk about it the first one i have is the hope diamond now this is a diamond that's estimated to be worth anywhere from like 200 250 million it's currently in the smithsonian natural history museum and some believe it is cursed and has a whole damn mythology to it claiming that great misfortune and misery will befall anyone who dares to wear this 45 and a half carat diamond um, pretty much anybody that's come into contact with this stone have suffered 
like multiple disgraces, divorces, suicides, imprisonment, torture, financial ruin, lynching, or even decapitation. Holy moly. Um, one person was said to have even been ripped apart by dogs and another by a French mob. However, a lot of skeptics do say it's a ploy to enhance the hope, diamonds, mystique, and value. So that's possible. However, you know, if you go back to look at the hope diamond, it's been owned by so many rich people throughout the ages it's been in france and usually whenever whoever owns this stone they something pretty fucking shitty happens to them yeah i mean i've seen this on like mysteries at the museum on the travel channel i've seen it on the sci-fi channel you know it's just one of those things that kind of pops up pretty often and so with such a long history yeah it's kind of easy to look back and say yeah that thing is cursed but Maybe it's not the diamond that's cursed. Maybe it's the people that have owned it. Or maybe they just really have shitty fucking luck. Right. So where is it at now? Like who owns it? It's in the Smithsonian Museum in Washington, D.C. Oh, wow. So you can go see it. Don't touch it, but go see it. But it's pretty. (laughs) I mean, diamond that fucking big. Right. Maybe that's the one that um, Kate Winslet threw off the Titanic. Oh, the Titanic. And hence why the Titanic sank. <laughs> uh, you know, I was thinking that, but I wasn't going to go there. I was just going to, I was just going to let there. it pass. But since you went there, I, went like, there. I can just imagine it being that beautiful blue heart shape. That bitch could have shared blue. that freaking I don't think the Hope door. Diamond's blue, though. So, there goes that. But still, it's yeah. nice to think about. So, what do you got? So... There is a plantation called Myrtle's Plantation, and it is believed to be oh, one of the I most haunted places in the world. But there is one particular item on that location that they say to be extremely Is haunted. that the mirror? It is the mirror. So legends oh. claim that this mirror, which was added to the home in 1980... Contains the spirit of Sarah Woodruff and her children who were poisoned to death by a slave named Chloe on that location. So whenever a family member dies, tradition dictates that you're supposed to cover all the mirrors in your house so that the spirits don't get lost or trapped. And didn't I speak on that in our lost episode? You did. You definitely We're going to have to re-record that episode because it was a good one. Y'all are going to like that one. Yes, definitely. Because it will happen. Yes. And, um... So it is said that those spirits got trapped there and the guests at the plantation, which is now a popular bed and breakfast, have reported seeing figures lurking in the mirror and child size hand printed on the glass. Now see the Myrtle's plantation, that's on my bucket list of places I want to visit too. And but my question goes to if this mirror was added to the plantation in nineteen eighty, um it doesn't seem like there's any kind of historical attachment. If you go back to think about the story of what happened at the Myrtle's plantation, that the slave girl, Chloe, had accidentally poisoned the children. All she was trying to do was make them sick so she could nurse them back to health and prove to the shitty-ass white man who owned her in the place that she was worth something, which, bullshit hello right we're ridiculous that just whole time was fucked up but absolutely i mean to a mirror to be attached to a mirror that was added god knows 100 years after the fact uh, that that seems kind of 
suspect to me, but I mean, you don't know. Right. You really don't know. Mm-hmm. But I have you heard don't. about them, about visitors to the muse- um, to the plantation seeing, you know, faces in the mirror, handprints, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I do would like to go to the Myrtles one day because I think that would be interesting to stay the night and see if anything happens. Kind of do like a little mini investigation of the place. Yeah. So that is that would be pretty cool. cool. That would be cool. All right. Let's see here i got another one and this is and i'm pretty sure everybody's heard about this um i think back like if you think back into the couple years ago back when ebay was like the big thing when it first started out there was a painting up for auction on ebay and it's called the hands that resist him painting now this is a painting of a young boy and a female doll that are standing in front of a window yes now this was painted by a california artist bill stoneham in 1972 called the hands resist him and it belonged to actor john marley before ending up on ebay in 2000 with claims that it was cursed the anonymous seller said it was found abandoned behind an old brewery and that soon after taking it home the young daughter claimed the figures in the painting moved at night and even stepped out of their frame to cause chaos in the home they posted photos of the pic- of the painting as proof and as may be the case as what some people suspect with the hope diamond the curse story drove the bit up from like a dollar to $1,025 for this painting. So somebody actually paid that kind of money for this painting, whether it's actually cursed or not. But I've heard stories that like they move and that the longer you stare at it, like you see more creepy things in this painting. Now this is a painting of a boy and you can see hands in the background of the window and it looks like the little boy's holding something exactly it looks like the little doll girl is holding something like a gun or something on to shoot the boy and it's like apparently people have like bad things that happen to them when they look at it for a long exterior period of time or as i'm sitting here yeah. staring at this painting <sighs> you're a ginger so you know you're kind of <laughs> cursed anyway you have no soul oh but it's okay uh, yeah, the painting is creepy looking. Like you said, you it can see creepy. the hands. It looks like the doll has is, is got a gun pointed at this little boy. And I'm just... Uh, and It's multiple. It's like... Yeah, you can see the hands in the back of the... In the window of it. It's just... It's a creepy looking painting. It's weird. Do I think it's cursed? Probably not. I mean... I don't know. Uh, it's just a creepy... Know, it's, it's one of those things where it's it's... With curses and things like that, it's very easy whenever anything negative happens to, to you. To blame after. it on supernatural causes. Exactly. So, I mean, I'm not saying that those things don't happen, can't yeah. happen, and that these things didn't cause it to I'm happen. sure that, you know, there's hexes, there's but curses. But you have to take it... With a grain of with salt. A, you have to take it with, uh, like you said, a grain of salt. You have to take it with an open mind of, okay, maybe this is just me... You know, and, maybe I'm just having a run of bad I'm luck, a, and I'm just exactly because I'm going to attribute it to this creepy painting. Because oh my god, all this bad stuff happened after I got it. But you know, it could just be one big coincidence. Exactly. I mean, because I don't care who you are, you will 
What's the point of a, cursing a painting anyway? It, you will have a a string of bad luck. I don't care who you are. I mean, you could just ever nobody's going to have man. exactly because you're not going to it's life's not always going to be rainbows and unicorns. You're going to have <sighs> to to go through trials and tribulations to become who you need to become. Right. It Everybody just is what it up. is. So. I mean, whether it's actually cursed or not, that's tough to say, but to me, I don't think it's cursed. I just think maybe you know, somebody bought a strange painting or found a strange painting and then, you know, do they just happen to have a string of bad luck after they got it and they're like, oh shit, I gotta get oh, rid God, of this it's thing. True, it's right. cursed. It's cursed. Oh my God. Right. Yeah. Okay. So maybe it is. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I haven't come into contact with the actual <clears throat> painting, so I can't tell you for sure. Right. Exactly. Um, so I have another one. Okay. Um, Annabelle, the possessed doll. Oh Yeah. Um, so this doll was originally discovered at an antique shop in 1970. And after being purchased as a gift from a mother to her daughter, strange things started happening. So upon the child getting it and bringing it home, she noticed that over time the doll would appear in other rooms that she did not put it in. I don't and, think that's the correct story. Um, one on the account that she found it standing on its legs and supported in addition, little notes started appearing around the apartment randomly with writings on the head uh, on the that read "Help us," and fresh droplets of blood would appear on the doll's dress. And as an unexpected uh, phenomena increased, phenomena, the, yeah, phenomena increased. I'm reading no, this, so excuse me. <laughs> uh, the girl called it some paranormal investigators who found that the doll uh, to be possessed by the spirit of a seven-year-old girl named Annabelle Higgins who had moved into the doll after she was murdered. So upon learning this, the girls agreed that the girl should stay with them, but then things got worse. The doll's activity started getting out of hand, which would include, which would include vicious, unexplained attacks and scratch marks on the chest of one of their friends. So the girl finally contacted the renowned psychic investigator Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yes, this is about the movie Annabelle. Okay, but at the first part of your story, I just want to stop you for a second. Um, from what I, the story that I've heard about the Annabelle, it was actually two girls in nursing school. Not a mom buying it for a young daughter. It was two college-age girls. They found it in an antique store, and they bought it and brought it home. And so that's when the actual, you know, stuff started happening, and they were told, oh, it's a spirit of a little girl. But one of the girls had a boyfriend, and supposedly Annabelle did not like him and would start attacking him. And that's when stuff started escalating. And then Ed and Lorraine Warren were called in. But I also heard tale that the boyfriend actually faked a lot of the stuff to kind of scare the girls. And so Hmm. he's basically said, you know, Ed and Lorraine Warren were full of shit. Oh. So I've heard that story about it, too. Hmm. So I don't know. Right. Well, according to this article, um, the doll was given to the Warrens who put it in a glass cabinet where it remains to this day in their occult museum in Connecticut um, with a sign on the cabinet saying, warning, positively do not open. And Lorraine Warren actually just passed away. Like last year? It was within the past year or so. Um, So that's interesting. I really liked the movies. I think that um, the way that they portrayed it was awesome. I haven't seen the Annabelle movies. Um, I think that, you know, I just, 
I think the doll that they made for the movies, it'd be better if it was like the actual Raggedy Ann doll they used exactly. instead of like looking like a ventriloquist puppet. Exactly. It, it, I think to me that'd be a, a little bit scarier if they oh, actually absolutely. did with like a Raggedy Ann. To make it look like the actual right. Annabelle doll. Because she's Annabelle, a Raggedy Ann doll. doll. literally just a Raggedy Ann doll. ever seen exactly. a Raggedy Ann doll, that's Annabelle. Exactly. It's not exactly. a ventriloquist dummy like you see in the movies. Annabelle looks nothing like that. Exactly. So, yeah. Well, you know, there might be something to it with Annabelle. There might not be. Um, again, take it with a grain of salt. Um, mm-hmm. I got another one. James Dean's Little Bastard. Little Bastard is what James okay. Dean called his Silver Porsche 550 Spider. Yes, the car he died this. in following an accident in 1955. Um, after he died in the accident, the vehicle was purchased by hot rod designer George Barris, who planned to sell it for parts. The curse narrative was born when the car fell and crushed a mechanic's legs. As parts of the car sold, the curse is said to have spread. A doctor who bought the engine was killed in a car accident. Mm -hmm. Another victim who bought the transmission was severely injured in a crash. The tires sold from the car blew out simultaneously, sending their buyer to the hospital. While the shell of the car was being transported, the truck carrying it crashed and the driver was killed. From there, the shell of the car was stolen. And the curse has gone quiet because its location is unknown. Nobody knows whatever happened to what was left of the car. Um, now, that to me, that's kind of a little bit, um, that's a little bit harder mm-hmm. for me to believe there's not a curse. However, what I can also say is that, okay, well, maybe it's not cursed because these people are buying parts from a wrecked vehicle. Okay, an engine is heavy, and when you're trying to lift it, you know, your equipment may not be the sturdiest, and there may be faults in it you don't know about. So, the chains could have weak links, it could fall. Crush oh, absolutely. You. Now, the transmission it could have gone bad too from being in the first accident with James Dean and then gone bad, thus resulting the car to crash, and of course the seatbelt laws were not as strict then as they are now. Right, which I'm thankful that they are. So, again, that could cause you to be injured in the accident. Um, The tires, obviously, they could have been really worn a lot more than what they looked like. Um, They could have been dry rotted without them knowing, and the car Mm -hmm. and the tires just blow. I mean, that's possible. Now, with the shale, that's a little bit harder to explain away because it's not an active part in the, the crash of this transport truck. But... At the same time, it could the way it was secured in the truck being transport, it could have shifted, it could have caused the truck to go off balance, therefore causing the crash. Don't know how heavy the shell was. You don't know how well it was secured. You don't know what really what kind of truck it was. Was it flatbed? Was it an enclosed truck like a U-Haul or something? You know, how exactly was it being transported? How was it secured? What, what exactly happened? But That's true. it's very, it, it could go either way for me. Mm-hmm. As far as cursed objects go, that one could kind of cool though. Could be kind of cursed. It could be that one's kind of cool though, and it's always intrigued me because, you know, James Dean was just this cool rebel without a cause. Yes, I just did that pun of his movie, but I mean, he is. He I was just that. With you. He was. He was that 
he lived that oh, fast lived. and that wide open. You know, and I've I mean, always heard you live by the sword, you die by the sword. And in many cases, just like that, he lived fast. And those who burn me- brightest burn out fast. Exactly. You can burn bright and then you're out like that. It's like fire, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know where I was going with that analogy. Well, I mean, pretty much the same thing. If you live fast and and you live dangerously, then you're more than likely not going to make it to live a very long life. Exactly. I mean, it just is the more risks you take, consequences of that action. The more risks you take, the greater your chances. Exactly. So, all right. So I have another one. Okay. Um, it's called the chair of death. Oh, I think I have that one on my list, too. Okay. So, the, this notorious chair, um, known as the Busby yes, Stoop Chair. Yes, I've got that one. Uh-huh. Once belonged to convicted murderer Thomas Busby. And before he was hanged for his crimes, his final request was to have a meal at his favorite local pub. However, upon finishing that meal, he stood up and proclaimed, May sudden death come to anyone who dares sit on my chair. And since then, supposedly, 63 people who have sat in their chair have met untimely deaths. Okay, I'm not sitting in that chair. Mm-mm. Cursed or not, I'm not sitting in that chair. Because I'm looking at a Some, picture of it and just, that thing doesn't look safe. With these deaths, <laughs> it happened mere moments after sitting in it. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. So when the murders of uh, death became too coincidental, that pub owner donated the chair to the Thirst Museum in the UK in 1972, and the chair is still there today, where it is hung 15 meters, which is five feet, so that way nobody can off sit in the it. ground to prevent any further coincidences. Now that's hard to sit there and say that that's a lot of coincidences for you know that one chair. Like, mm-hmm. what are the odds that you could just sit in this chair that was cursed, supposedly cursed by somebody, and like moments later have a heart attack? Right. I mean, or or something. I mean, that's just okay. That 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 might be a little bit easier to believe. It's cursed. The chair is really creepy, and I'm with you. I would not want to sit nope. in there because I wouldn't want to risk that. The superstitious person in me would never want to sit in a chair that that has happened to that many people. Because I'm like, I'm nope, tell you that everybody in my house that has sat in that chair is going. Died. To- and, and but we don't know it was here when I moved in. I don't know. That Hi George, you're still true. on the roof. <laughs> George is on the roof. George is a story just, for another time. Yeah, for for me, I wouldn't want to sit in the chair. I wouldn't want to touch the chair. No, even. I wouldn't even want to look at it. Like I wouldn't want to be in the same room. I wouldn't want to be exactly. I wouldn't want that kind of, that kind of. I wouldn't want that kind of energy in my life around me at all. I wouldn't want it. So, I'm glad that it is in the UK and that I live in the United States. However, even if I did live in the UK, I wouldn't wouldn't go go to that museum to see that chair. And I'm all about paranormal. Like, let's go do this. Let's go do that. Any, you know paranormal but absolutely not like i really want to go to the museum of death in new orleans i want to go to the edgar Allan poe <sighs> museum yes. we've been talking that for years we and have, it's literally right down the road do you know you got a book this weekend but i also got a book this weekend and let me guess it's edgar Allan poe isn't it it is it is his like 
collection of of a lot of his short poems stories and, and short everything. stories. So that's cool. Uh huh. Because uh, Edgar so. Allan Poe, just a little, just a little tidbit on me. I, when I was in high school, and I probably was in, I don't know, tenth grade or so. My I was in CP English because well, so was I. English I was my. Psh, English was my thing. Okay. My teacher made us read Cast of Amontillado. And then you had to write a short story, kind of like Edgar Allan Poe, a little creepy story. I remember writing one. um, My friend Heather drew a picture once of a girl looking in a lake who was very sad. And um, she didn't have a reflection. And so I wrote a story based off that picture of a girl who had killed herself but she didn't realize that Mm -hmm. she was dead until the very end and i got sent to the guidance counselor for that one yeah so i mean edgar Allan poe has ever since i read that and and it's and i it stuck with me like even to this day like i couldn't remember what the title of the story was but i can remember that edgar Allan poe had written it and i remembered what the story was about like i'd like it stuck with me okay so this guy gets drunk they bring him no no the dude gets this other guy drunk he hates this guy he he gets him fucked up and he wants revenge so he gets him fucked up and says oh hey i got this Uh, cask of expensive ass wine down here come on down come on down come down to the basement and he ends up walling him up alive in the basement and the the, the drunk guy is like ha 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 at the end and i just can remember like i could just hear it yeah and i was reading it but i could hear it like ha 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 you know like you're you're, this is a joke. joke whatever He's been and then it's like, oh no! Or... Like he's been bricking and doing mason work all around you, and you're too drunk to even notice. Exactly that he's about yeah, he's when you murdering say, your ass. When you say that, ha ha ha! Guess what? He's putting that last brick in, and as soon as that last brick is in, nobody will ever be able to find you. Nobody will ever be able to hear you screaming, because you are going to be in a brick. My favorite oh, Edgar Allan Poe it got me. is Annabelle Lee. Oh, the, oh, yeah, that's beautiful. I love that one. That one is beautiful. And I do love the Telltale Heart. Oh, that is yes. one of my favorites. Yes, but of course, and you cannot talk about Edgar Allan Poe without, of course, talking about and The Raven. Quote The, the Raven, Raven nevermore. nevermore. And again, that is the Telltale Heart. It is part of the It is the Telltale Heart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about just, Raven? Yeah. What about <laughs> Raven? God. What about Raven? We are Raven? so off topic. Okay, we need to get back on okay, topic. So, okay, so do Kirst, you have one? I have one more, and then I'm going to leave it at that because we might have a second episode to record this weekend. Yay! Maybe? Possibly. Anyway, so my last one is something kind of weird. Um, now... This might kind sound like a ring kind of thing, but okay. um, now it's a cursed phone number. Don't look at me that way. That's a cursed that's a phone cursed, number. A cursed phone number. So apparently, this phone number uh, it is a UK phone number. Okay. Or it's an overseas phone number. It's an international number. Uh-huh. Anyway, it is three five nine eight eight eight. 
Um, anyone who's had this number since its first issuing in the early 2000s has died. That includes the CEO of a Bulgarian mobile phone company who died of cancer at the age of 48, as well as two crooks, one a mafia boss and the other a cocaine-dealing estate agent, both of whom were gunned down. All three of these people died within four years of one another, and each one had this phone number. Um, now, wow. since then, the telephone number has been suspended, and the company that owns it refuses to comment as to why. Now, mm-hmm. again, maybe not so much as a curse, but, you know, two of them are crooks, and one is a big CEO. Now, you might wonder, maybe, just maybe, mm-hmm. you know, it... It was maybe used as, like, a mistaken identity. Somebody had had issue, and, you know, this person was like, oh, well, I know this number, and it's this person, and they maybe got knocked off. And, you know, the cancer thing could be a big coincidence because, right. I mean, you know, come on. Right? But the other two, the other two, I could see that more being, like, mistaken identity, Possibly. That is a very Especially good possibility. Especially since it was, you know, both that one was a mafia boss and, mm-hmm. you know, one was kind of a shady estate dealer dealing coke on the side. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that could kind of have something to do with that. Um, however, it is kind of creepy that all these people that had the same phone number, because you know as well as I do that mobile numbers get recycled oh absolutely you know because people get calls for people that you know as much spam calls as i get i feel like my phone number is cursed at this point exactly you know hey there's one person in the (laughs) world that calls and checks up on me more than anybody else is the dude that's calling me about the warranty on my no the warranty on my vehicle which you know um yeah i don't think that 2007 jeep that i bought (laughs) has a warranty on it anymore so uh hey thanks dude for india for calling to check up on me and my non-existent warranty that's great appreciate you dude absolutely you can't but for me it's like hi we want to we want to offer you this financial aid all you have to do is give us your Your social number oh Oh, my new favorite one that's going around my new favorite one that's going around is the one about social your social security number has been compromised if you will call us (laughs) no (laughs) oh i even got one about like posting for a job online like job you responded to a job posting on our website job.com and we are calling to contact you regarding a job opportunity if you would would you please return our call and provide us with your social security number seriously if anybody falls for that oh my god they're really preying on the old and not so smart and that bothers me because we should not take advantage of those people. So yes, don't, if anybody asks you for your social security number, don't do, don't it. do it. Don't do it. Be smart. Think smart, people. Um, yeah. So going back to cursed things. <clears throat> so this is one about a tomb that I'm sure everybody has oh, heard King of. Tut. Yes, the curse tomb of King tut um he was a 19 year old egyptian pharaoh and is one of the most famous curses of all times 
His tomb was discovered by Howard Carter in 1922, and it is said that anyone who dares enter the tomb is struck with bad luck, illness, or death because of something called the Curse of the Pharaohs. It is believed that the Howard Carter expedition was also struck by the curse, and almost everyone who was involved with the expedition died under mysterious circumstances. The first person to fail prey of the curse was Lord Carnivon, financial becker of the um, excavation team. He died within four months of being at the tomb due to a mosquito bite that became infected. Other people's death followed were um, that of a radiologist who x-rayed King Tut's mummy and 10 other people who either committed suicide or were shot or poisoned within months of visiting the tomb. Now, whether the curse is true or just a mere coincidence, it is very hard to find logic and explanation for it all. Okay. Now, while it's nice to think that you know, the curse may be true for that. And I mean, I've heard about this for as long as I can remember. Oh, yeah. But I mean, I Absolutely. think that a lot of it can be um, explained rationally. Um, mm-hmm. As and far as they talk about, like, the first to die being a canary, because that's what it has written on, because this was on my list, too. And this is what is written in the article. The first to die was the canary that was rumored to have led Carter to the tomb's hidden location. Now... A tomb that has been sealed for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm sorry, but, you know, just as when people came across the ocean to, you know, North America and they encountered the Native Americans for the first time, they brought across diseases that there was no immunity for because those diseases did not exist here before then. So the same could probably be said for the tomb, whether it's bad stagnant air from the body decomposing over time, um, you know, something, some kind of, you know, bacteria or fungus or something lingering in the tomb that's undetectable that could have caused sicknesses. Now, with the dude that died of the mosquito bite, okay, yellow fever is a thing. Malaria is a thing. There weren't really vaccines and, you know, things like that back in then. So, um, it's a very, very possible that that was a natural cause because I highly, highly doubt that this was the only thing that this man was involved in. He probably could have taken a trip to, say, you know, some kind of tropical area where there are mosquitoes that do carry that virus, and he probably contracted yellow fever and, again, of course, died of a natural cause of an infection because of the mosquito bite. Um, Now, people committing suicide, a lot of those people probably had a lot of financial stake in things, and probably they lost a lot of money regarding some stuff so of course they're facing financial ruin so what is any you know they're facing financial ruin they're gonna lose everything they figure their whole life is over so what do they do they kill themselves and of course you know shit happens and so i mean it can it can definitely be explained logically but sometimes there are too many coincidences for their not to be some kind of basis for a curse. And I mean, let's be real. The ancient Egyptians, they had their own kind of magic. They had oh, their absolutely. own kind of thing. So it right. is it possible that it could actually be a curse, an ancient curse that was led down. 
absolutely um because i mean you know we we deal in magic we deal in that kind of belief so you know it's possible i i can look at it on both sides of the coin to be honest so i believe you know it it could go either way for me um my logical my logical part of me wants to say oh you know mm, yeah no okay but this this and this and you know things happen but Mm -hmm. you know the other side of me is like okay but that is a lot of shit to a lot of people that may not have been indirectly involved with the opening of the tomb maybe they bought some artifacts from the tomb maybe because let's be real that was illegal as shit okay all those things should have never been sold it should have been left alone it should still be in egypt it you know it should be there it was that 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 shit was illegal i don't give a shit what you say you know so you know yeah i feel like there is some kind of a curse in a way because you know what you did was wrong motherfucker you know what you did was wrong even though that kind of thinking back then oh they they felt entitled and they, yeah i have i have whole issues about that cultural appropriation is wrong people absolutely it's cool to respect other people's cultures and things but don't take and claim it as your own it, it's not cool don't do that right don't do that i agree so completely. yeah i feel like it in a way yes there's a lot of coincidence but you know i kind of also feel yeah that, 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 that seems like legit curse to me too yeah and yeah and i'm with you because like you said the egyptians did have their own little stroke of magic that they that they did well i wouldn't say it was like their little own stroke i mean mean, it was that was what they did and that was what they believed and you know what that carries weight oh yeah that carries weight and for that to be such an ingrained tradition and such a they're part of their everyday life yes i honestly believe that curse did carry some weight and it was a true curse but some things, you know, you have a logical mind and you also want to think on the other side as well. So mm-hmm. it can go both ways for me. Absolutely. Personal opinion, yeah, the motherfuckers were fucking cursed. Yeah. So but that's uh, just my personal All right, you got another one for us? Because no, I think I have like I one think, more. I think that might be all for me. I don't know. Hang on. I'm trying to see if I got a... Because I'm going to end it on a banger. Well, while you are looking for that, I have another one. Oh, oh, no. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. This is a mummy. Okay, so we're keeping with the mummy theme. We're keeping with the mummy theme. theme. I like it. He's the Iceman. His (gasps) name is Otzi, also Uh known as the Iceman. He was discovered in September of 1991 in the Otzi Alps in Italy. Otzi is a mummy of a man who is believed to have lived around 3300 BCE. And he was found inside of a glacier um, because he died after exposure and this glacier preserved his body. But once he was on Earth, rumors of a curse surfaced too and grew stronger as people linked to him began to die often in violent accidents. All told, seven deaths have been tied to Otzi's uprooting, including forensic pathologist Reiner Hen, who was killed in a car accident en route to give a speech about the Iceman. Mountaineer Kurt Fritz, who died in an avalanche, and hiker Helmut Simon, who discovered the Iceman on a hike with his wife and later died after falling off a treacherous path. So, again, all accidents. However, some of these things kind of... You know, I'm, I'm sorry, an avalanche is kind of hard to really explain away as a 
coincidence, but I mean, these things happen. People have accidents, you know, think things can happen, but you know, at the same time, it's kind of like, that's really, really weird for people to die. But I mean, you know, we as humans, we want to find links to everything. We want to find some kind of a cause to link to this. They all had something in common. Mm-hmm. Finding this mummy and basically, you know, disturbing his resting place. Yeah, because you really don't want to do that with anybody. Yeah. No, so, I mean, I don't care who you are, but you don't go and and, and mess with somebody's resting. somebody's resting place. And so like, to me, I mean... It, grave is it, robbers is it a curse very or a vengeful spirit possibly I so i mean i just don't know it, it like as, as with king tut you know i have a logical side oh well you know it's coincidence because accidents do happen mm-hmm. but at the same time it's like but these people are all connected by one thing and they all had a hand in that some part or another of the discovery of this dead guy so it's kind of like Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I have mixed feelings yeah. about it. Yeah. So, okay, that was my final one. <laughs> uh, so I have one. <clears throat> this will be, I guess, our last one. Um, it's Robert the Evil Doll. <gasps> I wanted to talk about him. Mm-hmm. So this doll belonged to Robert Otto and was apparently gifted to him in 1896 by a servant who practiced black magic and carried a dislike for the family. Obviously, if they were a servant, I can understand why. Um, but things started getting weird when people heard the doll talk back to Robert. What? Uh-huh. And that doll became very active and started appearing in windows when no one was in the house. It would vandalize rooms, break objects, and of course, poor Robert got the blame despite how openly terrified he was of this doll well after robert died another family bought the house and upon finding the doll in the attic a little girl was just as terrified as poor robert and said that the doll wanted to kill her and do terrible things the doll is now on display in a museum in key west and is still believed to curse people the legend is that you have to ask for its permission to take a photo of the doll and if you don't you sim- you're simply cursed Surrounding the dolls are letters of forgiveness from people who have taken photographs without his permission, asking for him to lift the curse. Can I've you heard say, about that. Can you say, I'll be your friend till the end. Oh, my God. And I've actually heard that um, I mean, Child's Play, Chucky, was actually based on Robert the Doll. Oh, can, I've heard I mean, about that. I'm just sitting here and I have a picture He's of so this creepy doll looking in front of me. And I love and it. And it is probably the most disturbing doll I think I've ever seen in my uh, life. I don't like dolls. Um, I hate porcelain dolls because. And just the letters that are next to. So as you know, I'm just looking at these letters beside. I mean, there's even pictures. I know because there's it's just it's so weird. And also, I'm sitting here and I'm like. <sighs> I never. I never want to go there. I just it, he's just creepy to me. I don't like dolls. And it, okay, so I have do have a real real quick short one. Um, okay. Supposedly, um, there's this place in Hawaii. I think mm-hmm. it's Hawaii. I'll have to go back and fact check, and I will bring it up on our next episode. But I've heard the story where people will take stones as souvenirs from this sac- supposedly sacred place in Hawaii. And they'll go home and they'll have 
like extreme runs of bad luck. I mean, just constant, constant, constant. Never having any issue of any kind of like really bad strings of bad luck or nothing bad is going on before they went there. But as soon as they come back with this stone that they've taken, they start having a lot of bad luck. So supposedly it's cursed because they're taking like a stone from like a sacred place in Hawaii. And they will have um, park rangers, or I guess park rangers. I'm not sure. Like I said, I'm going to have to go back and look it up and fact check. But I just, while we were on the subject of this, I wanted to bring it up. People have mailed back these stones with letters saying, I'm so sorry. I'm returning the stone. Please lift this curse. I will never do it again. I'm so, 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 so sorry. I'm returning it. And then they've had their bad luck ended because they returned the stone like i said i'm going to fact check that and look it up and we'll bring it up on the next episode all right sounds good to me because uh yeah anyway so me and ashley are going to go ghost hunting we are not tonight no it's too late tonight but um we're gonna go ghost hunting and this is um we're gonna go ahead and let you know that we're going to hopefully drop two episodes this week one of which is this lovely episode here woo! and the second is ash and i are going to go check out one of our favorite places again <laughs> and <laughs> we are going to come back and we are going to do an episode uh, yes. on what has happened and we're actually going to go to two places two two See, places i was made aware of one but i now told you about both of them one. so we're going to go to two um and we're gonna come back and we are gonna discuss what happened on our next episode and that's gonna be fun as hell very much fun i'm very very, super super duper excited and we hope you're excited too yes so yes that being said so i know we normally end with like a paranormal story that with one of us or with someone that we've talk to or whatever do you have one that you want to share before Um, we hop off here no you know honestly i really don't feel up to sharing tonight because i've got some and i got some stories that i'm not really wanting to discuss right now because i want to wait until after we go and do our ghost hunt for me to share because this is one that happened to both of us last summer okay around your birthday okay (sighs) yeah okay and so i would like to wait until after the next episode because it's going to tie in with this story so and this is one i really 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 want to tell so so i guess i will tell one my first job was at a fast food restaurant not going to name the name of that restaurant but i was like a a floor supervisor basically you know a site well a shift leader yeah whatever and um well at the time i was doing drive through this particular night and part of my responsibilities as working drive through was i had to clean up the dishes that we'd used throughout the night you know emptying out the tubs of different condiments and stuff like that that we yeah. used to well yeah i know uh, what you mean food. i worked in you know I, I waited tables and so i know all about like you know side jobs and you know cleaning the ketchup containers cleaning out the ranch bins 
right wrong you know right. i know the whole the yeah yeah uh-huh. um so i had worn a ring that i had at the time yeah and i i don't wash dishes with my jewelry on because it messes them up so obviously i took the ring off and i um stuck it on the table that was behind where we washed the dishes yeah at well i ended up accidentally leaving that ring there and another site or shift leader whatever was somebody you worked with right a co-worker um she was the one that was ended up closing that night um and she noticed when you know you walk through and you you're doing your final checks to make sure everything's done before you leave kind of thing yeah she texted me and she said hey you left your ring here so i said okay no big deal um she was like i'll bring it to you real quick and i said okay no problem come on i figured that she probably wanted to talk anyway so it was just kind of giving us an excuse to kind of hang out for a minute exactly so she pulls in my driveway and at the time i was still living with my parents my sister and my brother were in school so they were all asleep at this time yeah you know because after the restaurant it closed or whatever so i walk out to meet her okay because you know i didn't want her to come in and wake everybody, wake everybody up. up kind of thing so um we just kind of chilled out there you know she brought it to me she was still in her car at the time we were just talking and she handed me the ring or whatever and all of a sudden um hearing something come through the bushes in between the where i live now yeah. and my mom and dad's you know yeah i know those, what you're talking those about those trees those trees, those that trees are right there. And, and whatever it's kind of like a fence almost in between where you live now and their house it was actually a fence there at that time but the okay. fence is now gone and it was like bushes there too yeah um, the bushes so are still there but the fence is gone exactly so the person that was living in the place that i'm living at now had a pit bull obviously the pit bull didn't stay in the house or whatever but yeah. i mean i thought that it was the pit bull so i was like okay the pit bull knows me so all i've got to do he's just coming out here because he hears me yeah so i turn around real quick and there's nothing there like nothing is coming towards me and i was like okay maybe it's the wind so well, I just to kinda, be fair it could have been a rabbit like uh, paul found in those bushes exactly, at your birthday so. exactly it could have been any of that so yeah. i just kind of brushed it off at the yeah, time it, it just, just like, could have yeah, been any kind of a small whatever. animal it, it's nothing it could have been a possum it's for all you know nothing right yeah so you know we're still talking i was like you know maybe i'm just it could have been anything just imagine shit, it's late right so we kept talking or whatever and then all of a sudden there's a big on the top of her car and i'm like and she looks at me and she's like ashley why did you just hit the top of my car and i was like i didn't hit the top of your car my hands have been right here the entire time and she's like what the fuck is that like what just happened like i don't know what just happened but and you weren't I even sitting like in her it. car were you no i was standing out like right beside her driver's so side so if door. anything had, like hit the top of her car you would have seen it exactly and you know i was and you can't even really if it is dark but your mom that. and them got that light out there too right and at you know at that time or even now there's never been trees or anything where something could have fallen out of a tree yeah and not right there at their driveway anyway not accidentally hit it right so i'm like okay so now this is starting to get a little creepy so i'm like okay so i'm gonna get just i'm gonna go in the house like i'm i'm done 
I'll I'll see you the next time we work together. I'm I'll going talk to, bed. to you later. You know, Good text night. me when you get home. That kind of thing. Good night, right? So I just kind of end the conversation. I go in the house and I'm thinking nothing of it. You know, I'm like, whatever. It's all. I just kind of all just brush Brushed it off. off go to bed. Pretty much, I'm like, I'm going to sleep. Well, while I'm sleeping and I sleep laying on my side, I I just always slept on my side. Nothing wrong with that. I do it too. Nothing wrong with that at all. But I felt like something was like touching my back, like trying to get my attention. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, I'm brushing this off. I'm brushing this off. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. I'm just creeped out from the situation that I just had. It's all in my head, right? Yeah. Just, it's like, you know, whatever. you're, you're, you're kind of halfway between asleep and dreaming and... I'm just like, eh, whatever. So I, I just, I was just like, leave me alone. I said that out loud. Our, our minds do then, crazy shit when we're trying to fall asleep. Exactly. So I ended up falling asleep. Well, apparently whatever it was that was trying to get my attention that night got really pissed off at me for not acknowledging them and turning around and looking at them because I had to wear a visor at where I worked. Okay. Okay. So the first thing when I woke up that I noticed was the visor that was in my car that never left the inside of my car because I didn't want to forget it. Yeah. You know. So well, yeah, I was the same my, way because exactly. when I waited tables, my apron never came in the house; it stayed in my car, so I'd always know where it was. Exactly. Exactly. So you just don't lose it. Yeah. So it was in my car. Well, I woke up and my visor is wrapped around my feet. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, this isn't normal. Okay. Okay. So then I, you know, get up and I'm taking a shower, getting, you know, my stuff together. I'm just like, it's probably my sister and my brother playing a joke on me. Just, just trying to be messing funny with me, trying to be funny. So, uh, while I'm in the shower, I noticed on my arm that I had a handprint mark on my arm what uh-huh so i'm sitting there and i'm like whatever it was last night really wanted my attention and i really pissed it off at this point so i get out of the shower and my first reaction is i want to just verify that it's nobody in my house that's just messing with me right at this point so my brother was very young at the time and this was like an adult size hand so i immediately ruled him out because he wasn't old enough to be able to be putting that kind of mark on me and he was like maybe because this was when i was 16 so he would have been nine ten years old at the time so he wasn't old enough to put that big of a hand mark or make that have that much of a pressure exactly to leave that kind of a mark so i'm like okay so i asked my sister okay put your arm here nope her hand was too small her hand was too small my mom's too small my dad's too small like it didn't fit anybody's hand that was in that house that night at all and it wasn't like the person my co-worker grabbed me when stuff you know when that happened you know yeah nobody grabbed you or anything grabbed me while i was uh, at all and And, even the day before nobody had grabbed you like that had they no at all so and everybody that i had been around i was like okay i need you to put your hand like against this because i just want to verify something really quickly nobody's handprint matched that handprint now what it was who it was i don't know 
I don't know who, you know, I don't know. But to this day, it's, I've just always had, whenever something paranormal really happens to me, I always end up, sometimes. You always end up having a damn mark on you. I do. I get marks put on me a lot. A lot. <sighs> and so that's the first time that anybody, that any paranormal entity or whatever it was had left a mark on me that I didn't, exp- I didn't know that what it was. just really, really creepy. And that your bedroom was the same room that I know you've told this story before where the CD was thrown at you, right? Yeah. That was, was the, the same, same room. room. Same room. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe it was the same thing. It very possibly could have been. I mean, and I'm not putting that past it um, at all. That's that I I've never had a mark left on me. Like I mean I have felt like things like touch my hair or touch my arm, but I've never had a mark on me from something I can't explain. Mm-hmm. So I've never had that happen to me. I don't know. I've never yeah. really been like, you know, I felt that weird, you know, your hair standing up on the back of your neck or I've felt my hair being messed with mm-hmm. or maybe just like maybe a tug on my shirt or something like that. I've never full on felt like somebody has reached out and just grabbed me. So I can't relate mm-hmm. to that. I don't know. I've never had that happen to me. Just like, yeah. you know, Jennifer's seen stuff. You've seen stuff. I may see stuff out of like the corner of my eye here and there. I have never really seen full on apparition other than just maybe once or twice in my life. And even then that has been family nine times out of 10. I hear it's like, you know how sometimes you'll be alone mm-hmm. and you'll hear your name called? Right. I've had that happen to me a lot. Yeah. Um, and it'd be clear as day, mm-hmm. just my name. Yeah. I've even been in Aiden's room doing something and I've heard Denny calling me and I'll walk into the living room. He's laying on the couch. You call me? Did you say something to me? No, I didn't call you. I didn't say anything. I've been sitting right here the whole time. And there's nothing in the house that could have said my name. Because my husband's voice and my kid's voice. Completely different. There's a completely different thing. My kids completely are different. eight and six, eight and five. Absolutely. You know? And so a child's voice is so much more different than my husband's voice, the voice of a 31-year-old man. Right. And my kids aren't going to call me Amy. Oh yeah, it's no. gonna be mommy. It's gonna be mommy. Yeah. Mommy, mom. Yeah, ma, right. mama. Right. Stewie something thing. like that. Yeah. It's gonna be some version of that. Right. And it, it's when it's us, like the kids can be in a completely other room playing, and you know, there's nothing on TV where it can be misconstrued as my name coming off TV. Because let's be real, I don't watch much of anything where somebody's name is Amy and. My husband's not going to be sitting there and watching the Um, 11th Doctor on Doctor Who. Big Bang Theory. Or Big Bang Theory. Well, he will be watching Big Bang Theory, but there's a difference between a character's voice and his voice. A voice that you completely recognize. Exactly. Yeah. And to be just a couple rooms away and hear him say, Amy. Right. Yeah. Okay. You call me? Now, yeah. For me, it's it's one of those things to where it's like I have those types of things happen to me like all the time. Like I can like see things or hear things, and I'm just I, well, me, it, I I'm, like... I'm used to it at this point. But the ones that really stick out to me are the couple of times that you know I've like where situation that we are probably going to talk about when yes you know that type of thing has happened to me or um, 
when you know I've had other marks put on me, which I'm sure we'll get to those. Oh, stories we're going to get to that story eventually because um, that story is wild from start to finish. That one mm-hmm. needs to be like a whole podcast to itself because even to this day, I still have a hard time coming to terms with what happened that day because that was just wild from start to finish. From the whole, I, I should have known something was up when Jennifer's vehicle messed up. Yeah. Uh, and and I knew something was wrong from the the experiences that I was having before that day well, the thing happened. Is, too. is before that when, day happened, you know, I was sending you guys pictures, and I was like, okay, but so even then, I don't understand what's happening because. But of even what then, was the marks that were being put on me, you had like, to come understand. stay the night here before this room that we're sitting in right now is our studio. Basically, I had a couch sitting right there and you slept on that couch and even then you woke me and Denny up from that dream you had that night yeah you didn't have any marks on you that night but you still had that dream and it woke you up and it woke us up yeah because I was apparently freaking out and I was freaking out in my dream obviously but I didn't realize obviously that I was freaking out outside of my dream and you were and I just was like and again, <laughs> that story is probably going to be a whole podcast onto itself because yeah. it's wild it's, it's from start <laughs> to finish, and uh, we can't like, make we'll, this shit. We can't make this shit up, y'all. I'm that, just for that real. One, that we one cannot is make really this shit one up. That we should do like a full podcast on. Because and this one is one that we'll have to get Jennifer down here for because she was a major part of that. Yes, like, this is one she's gonna. Were... I know she doesn't really want to be on the podcast, but <laughs> Jennifer, we love you. We Please do love do you. It. Please do it because <laughs> this is a story we've got to tell because it's just it's so wild. You know, it's it's one of those things. It's like you can't make this shit up. Mm-mm. You can't. I mean, Mm-mm. well, of course. I mean, somebody probably can. But for us, as we experienced it and the way it happened, it, it's just, it's like, if you're not there, it, it's so hard for you to talk about the paranormal because if you don't experience it for yourself, it's very easy to dismiss it, especially for a skeptic. And I mean, I mean there's nothing wrong with being skeptical about oh, the paranormal. Absolutely, not. absolutely nothing at all because Ooh. a lot of things can be explained logically, but then there's still that yeah that you can't explain and then some people can't handle that type of thing either and they won't be able to sleep or they may need like major therapy exactly that so i mean whatever helps you cope with it but even if you don't believe in it even if you don't believe in the paranormal whatsoever you know you still kind of think there's still a lot of things that can't be explained rationally or by modern science or anything like that and there's always going to be you can only explain so much you can only explain so much. And yes, I like to have an open mind when going into things because not everything's paranormal. Not oh, everything sure. has some kind of weird thing happening with it because that's just not the way life is. Right. But there are things you can't explain. There's are things that happen that there's just going to be no explanation for. And a lot of the things I've experienced, I have no explanation for. I've... You know, a lot of people say, oh, well, you hear things, you're crazy. No, I'm clear audience. Mm-hmm. I've always been clear audience. I don't see shit. I don't feel, I don't know shit. I hear shit. And a lot of times it's stuff that I can't explain. And just, I like to just be like, you know what? I'm hearing shit. I'm delusional. I'm tired. I always have some kind of explanation for trying to write it off because i think i've said this on a previous podcast if it happens once i can explain it away Mm -hmm. if it happens again okay happens a third time 
sums up. Right. Because I am that voice that I heard that we talked about on our last podcast where I thought it was Aiden and it wasn't. Right. And absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, But yes, that is going to be a full podcast that we'll do coming up soon. Yeah, because that Um, story is just insane. And we could probably talk all night about shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, even I've heard stuff living here. Because, like I said, I've heard Denny call my name. I think that no matter where you go, you're going to have to deal with spirits and and i'm okay with dealing with spirits but i also think a lot of people don't like dealing with those spirits that can physically harm i don't think anybody would want to deal with that at all but i also think they're not physically trying to harm me like i can deal like i can just be like okay you chill I'll chill. Yeah. We're good. We're good as long as you don't fuck with my kids. As, as long, long as you don't you fuck don't with me. Hurt me or somebody that I love, We're I'm good. good. Because you cannot control what happens to you, your spirit. Right? Exactly. And you can't expl- you can't you can't control choose the spirits around you. You, you can't, can't control cuz you can't control everything. No. Even in your own life you can't control everything. You can't control outside forces. You can't what you can't control is how you react to a situation. So it always helps to have a calm and rational mind when dealing with things. It helps to have that little bit of skepticism. But I also feel like a lot of people are just naturally more inclined and more open to the unknown and to the paranormal and to the unexplained than others are oh absolutely do and you know there's no rhyme or reason behind it i just think that's just how people are i think i'm that way but you know then again i have a family history of it my mom she's even said that you know my grandmother had a her mother had a way of kind of knowing or having dreams of things that are gonna happen and things that happen deja vu is a big thing i have deja vu so much and so you know i kind of like to think of those as like synchronicities i've been here before i've dreamed things and they've happened not saying i'm psychic but i'm saying that you know i've had things happen to me i can't explain and i've had too much happen to me to not believe in it and so i think that from a young age it's always been that way for me i've always been a little bit more i don't want to say open-minded but I want to say maybe I've just been a little bit more open to the world around me that's both seen and unseen. Right. And I just think, you know, there are people in this world that are more sensitive to those things than others. And not so much like, you know, by choice. Yes, there's probably a lot of people that are more sensitive as they've gotten older and or they've, you know, trained themselves to be a little bit more open to that and a little bit more perceptive to that and i think that's possible for you to do but some people it just happens naturally with Mm -hmm. um so yeah i just i've had too much i've had way way too much i haven't experienced the same things you've experienced but i've experienced enough to that i know that is like there's something there there's something there yeah um whether that's heaven hell not i don't feel like anybody once you die i don't feel like anybody is truly ever gone in some way shape or form whether that's um they go to heaven or they just come back to visit or 
if they have some kind of unfinished business or they're scared of moving on or if there's some kind of another life after this, I, I still feel like, you know, you can't destroy energy and, you know, we're kind of made of energy. The soul may be kind of energy because, you know, how else do we respond to static? There, There's a kind of electricity going through us. It's it's weird i don't i don't really know how to articulate what i'm trying to explain but i just feel like everybody has an energy you can feel it otherwise how would we react to static electricity you know what i mean exactly how would we react if if that wasn't something like kind of there you wouldn't have that i don't believe now you know Mm. of course there's probably a way a science could say and explain that away i'm not discrediting that but i just feel like everybody has a kind of energy you know, yeah. you can't explain that, especially when you get around somebody and you just get a vibe off of them and you know it's like, okay, I need to kind of not be around you because you got something something going on with you, some kind of vibe, some kind of energy. Mm-hmm. It's not cool. You you can okay. kind of gauge in a way. Your gut will tell you when you meet somebody. Yeah. It's like, I don't need Your to be instincts. around you. Your instincts. Yeah. So I kind of feel like there, there's some kind of – everybody has some kind of energy surrounding them and – even then, whatever might be after this life, there's something there. I just don't think it's just there's there's nothing. Right. You know, I just don't. Right. Not that I want to find out anytime soon. Oh, absolutely but, not. But you I, know. I feel I get what you're saying, um, and I I I agree 100. percent Like of of course that I believe that there is an afterlife. I believe that there is a heaven. There is a hell. And I do also believe that just as you said. What my beliefs are is maybe you're scared to to pass that, you know, that bridge, basically. Maybe you're scared of what does lie over there. Or maybe you have unfinished business that you should have done in your life, but it wasn't your time. Exactly. So I don't. I don't really know because I don't think anybody ever knows until it happens. Oh but yeah, absolutely. I I'm just definitely not. I just saying. feel you can't always explain everything away. Mm-hmm. I feel like you need to take the known with the unknown and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yes, always try to find a logical explanation because our minds can do crazy things. But at the same time, remove all the logical explanation and what are you left with sometimes you have no explanation and you can't always explain something away right. especially if it's something you've experienced more than once if you've had more than one experience of a different kind i don't think you can always explain that away i just don't yeah I and something won your attention that night and you were a basic bitch and you didn't do it <laughs> I was 16, 17 at the time. I could. Okay, I, see. I was young. You were young. Just and didn't I didn't really feel, understand what was going on. Right. Like, I feel like now I would have handled it maybe a little bit differently. Like, I would have turned around and I would have been like, okay, look, I'm trying to sleep. Leave me But at the, the same time, alone. I can understand not wanting to turn over and see something. That maybe I didn't want to see. Exactly. So I can understand that too. Especially something that, like, left a mark on you. Like I said, I've had that happen uh, a couple of times where marks have been left. And it's been, it's scary. It's scary to to see scratch marks or 
or handprints or anything like that and you're like okay where did this come from yeah because i know i didn't do it you know right and it's 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 just strange it is very strange and um yeah so i think that we will leave it at that yes for tonight Um, my chest has to go to bed yeah you gotta work tomorrow i do have to work tomorrow so yeah i am tired it's been it's been a long month and a half i can't even say it's been a long week anymore it's been a long week and a half not week and a half month and a half god damn does that tell you i'm tired mm-hmm. all right y'all so Alrighty. we'd like to thank you for listening and again we're sorry it took so long but you yes. know it kind of just tied in you know let's hope this one turns out good right so yeah anyway. be sure to follow us on facebook which is be like podcast yes podcast follow and... us on instagram at which is being mm-hmm. and if there again is anything you want us to talk about in a future podcast you have a story or there's a topic that interests you that you want our take on it please email us at which is be like pod at gmail.com and of course you can find our podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify and google play as well as on the podbean app or directly from our podcast website at which is be light.podbean.com god i'm murdering my words <laughs> it happens <laughs> it happens y'all um but yes follow us we want to interact with you guys let us know what you think let us know what you want us to talk about let us know if if actually doing a full podcast on that story is something that you're interested in before we end up tonight i want to give a shout out to a listener okay i want to give a shout out to a listener samantha duffy Yes, you are the bomb.com i am so glad that you enjoy the podcast so this one's for you yay so we love you we love you and we hope you can come join us on the show soon we'd love to hear some of your stories and so i just want to give you a shout out and tell you thank you for your feedback we're so glad that you enjoy the show also our boys on master pos theater yes we love you guys so very much will thank you for your feedback also we're so glad you. you went and checked out our our place that we're going our to place. and we're very very psyched about the picture that you got so that was awesome so we wanted to give you a shout out yes, and definitely. of course we want to shout out your other two co-hosts my hubby my denny and <laughs> wayne because why the hell not we love y'all Absolutely. thank you for putting up with us <laughs> yes, we love you guys and so go check them out check go check them out master pos theater you can find them under 3gb's entertainment on facebook as well as under master pos theater on facebook go give them a like give them a follow listen to their podcast they are they're also hilarious. on spotify and apple podcasts and google play they're not on podbean but they're still and they are awesome. freaking hilarious they're hilarious they are so 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 funny it's like we already knew this from knowing these guys outside of the podcast be- but way before the podcast definitely go came. give them a listen to but i'm just glad that other people get to experience that and you can also hear um one of my paranormal stories on their podcast too so yeah because i was on that one so that was fun anyway so we want to thank you guys for listening yes thank and you we will see you on our next episode. Yep. So keep it creepy, guys. Yep. Good Stay night. Stay spooky. Woohoo!
Tonight's podcast was written and recorded by Amy Throckmorton and Ashley Link. It was produced by Will Albritton, Denny Throckmorton, and Wayne Pickerel. You can stay up to date when a new episode drops by giving us a follow on Facebook at Witches Be Like Podcast. You can also give us a follow on Instagram at Witches Be. If you have a story that you want to share with us or you just have a topic you want us to discuss, you can also drop us a line at witchesbepod at gmail.com. You can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and the Podbean app. So thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed the episode and we'll see you on the next one.